Warning, this podcast contains foul language, sexual situations, and discussions of drugs and drinking. Yeah. Welcome Welcome to to Fuck Shakespeare. Shakespeare, a podcast for the Shakespeareanly challenged. And anyone who really enjoys some saucy dick jokes. Teachers, we might insult you a little bit, sorry. Okay, everybody, enjoy! Hey! Hi, I'm Diana. I'm Erin. And here we are, Othello episode 10. We're at episode 66. Get your kicks at Ept 66. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow, we're old. We're old. We always say that. It's okay. (laughs) You too can be old and fun. Yes. One day. One day. (laughs) That is if you think we're fun. The great spirit willing, you will be old and fun. Yes. (laughs) This episode's not fun, though. No. no. There's nothing fun about this episode. Well, I mean, it's fun because we're here, but, you know. It's going to be sad because Othello is really brokenhearted at this point, right? Oh, poor boy. He'd been poisoned. Yeah, by the evil, evil demon. (laughs) Yeah, and you can really hear all the pain and the, you know, awful stuff that he's going through. And he's just going to turn it into fury and anger. Well, a lot of people do that, right? I mean, we're taught not to be in our sadness. Right. Or in our fury. It's not allowed. Well, right? we, for women especially. Certainly We're not allowed women, to be yeah. in our fury. But, a, you know, a general to be in your fury would be okay. But well, to be yes in your and sadness... no, because he should be in control, right? He should be able to, like, master his own personal feelings so that he can guide the whole machine. Right. right but Yeah. Right. But I think that, okay, here we go. <laughs> Stepping up on the soapbox. Da, 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 soapbox. We should yeah. have soapbox music. Soapbox. We could. We could. <laughs> I'll. I'll. I'll look into that. Um, but my point is, you know, w- w- girls and women are taught that anger is not becoming, and it's yes. not. Uh, it's not feminine. Uh, feminine, and it's not reasonable, right? Uh, to be angry if you're a woman, and and boys and men are taught that being sad is wimpy and weak and so so i don't know why we gender everything you Mm. know but all humans feel sadness all humans feel anger anger is a cue from your internal self to take action you know yeah so it's useful i'm not saying to beat people up or to you know but like the experience of anger in and of itself is a cue from yourself to yourself that some kind of action needs to be taken. Yeah. Right? And so it's a good, it's a good thing. It is not a bad thing. And then also the opposite is also true, right? Boys and men, all humans feel sadness deeply. It's not weak at all. Crying is not weak. Yeah. Crying actually expels toxins from your body. Yeah. Which is healthy. It's good. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. Yeah, but also anger, which if it is handled really well, confrontation is not a bad thing. I know a lot of people are afraid of it, and myself included, of, of confronting people because we they won't like us anymore. But you can't, like, just keep holding that shit inside. It just goes down into your muscles and your joints, and it just makes you ill. 
Right, it does. But but and here's the thing about confrontation. There's confrontation and then there's confrontation, yeah. right? If you are a person who flies off the handle at people and screams in their face and doesn't leave room for discussion. No, you need to breathe first. Right? So confrontation can also be hey, when you said X to me, it made me angry. Yeah. And I I I, I know I have to look at my own anger and say, what what about that ticked a switch for me that made me angry? But my saying to you that your behavior flipped a switch for me is not a bad thing because right. then we can have a discussion about my responsibility, which is to notice that my switch is flipped and your responsibility to consider whether there was a different way you could have said what you said. Yeah. Especially if we want to still be friends. Right. 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 Yeah. Oh, boy. wow. Okay. So yeah. Pain, anger, fury. All right. So you'll notice that as he, as he just proceeds into fury, his language is getting really ugly, ugly yeah. really ugly. And he is really getting comfortable with spewing the word whore all over the place, including a whole new word for whore, which is callet, which you'll hear. Where, um, where do we think, what's the, what's the base etymology. root of that? Yeah, etymology. Of, good, I'm thank you for sure. the word. <laughs> not entomology, bugs. Etymology, words. I gave, you, I gave yes. you that word, but I'm not sure about callet. It's a very old word. Yeah, I just wonder what sure. the, I wonder if it's, well, hmm. Latin or you know, yeah, or something. Norse or, you know, whatever. Anyway, hmm. go on. I'll look for it. So he's he's screaming whore all over the place, and Desdemona's reaction is to scream God all over the place, right? <laughs> so she's really talking heaven and please save us and all of that stuff. So it's really their, their, their language and their handling of the whole situation is getting farther and farther and farther apart from each other. Right. And you can see whether they were perhaps really well suited at one point, they are no longer. You could see the vast differences in their characters that make it feel like, how did these two people ever get well, together? Well, and that's the thing, you right? Know? That's what Harold Bloom talks about, like that they really weren't well suited to each other to no. begin with, and that the marriage, even had this not happened, probably would not have been a happy one. But, you know. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. We fall in love for all kinds of reasons that are not the best kinds of reasons. Yeah. So he even has, you know, right in the middle of the scene somewhere, Othello has a line that begins with the word heaven and ends with the word hell. And that kind of shows you everything you need to know. It's like they're so far separated. They're separated by eight syllables. You know, it's like, wow, yeah. very different things. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we talked about, he's, Aaron said he's been poisoned, and he brings in this image of the toad, and toads were said to carry venom mm -hmm. in their skin, even if you touch them. Poor little toads. I love toads. Yeah, they're, they're so cute. cute. They pee on you when you pick them up, though. Yeah, well, uh, you know. Maybe that was the poison squirting out. <laughs> <laughs> I used to, as a kid, I used to catch toads all the time. Yeah. Um, there, there are not many toads around anymore. No. Tadpoles. That's that's environmental because their skin is very sensitive, actually, and to all of environmental hazards. And I think they don't. The tadpoles don't survive. Sad. Oh. Well, what Ugh. has that done to our ecosystem without the toads? Yep. I mean, I really wonder about that. Yep. Lots they were here for things. a reason. They were here. So yeah, 
that uh, that was another soapbox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of you know poison and rot and things that smell and it's really kind of dissolving and disintegrating into bad gooey stuff. Right? <laughs> like if you leave a tomato. Yeah, ew, ew. <laughs> and it turns green and spotty and gross. And then you leave it even further and it just starts to like liquefy. Liquefy. That's Lisa and I once did that. We we That's we, an experiment. No. We picked oh, this is <laughs> we picked tomatoes from her father's garden to sell on the roadside. Now of course we lived in a place where there were no sidewalks or streetlights and very little traffic. So, you know, we picked a bunch of tomatoes and we made, set up our stand and uh, you know, and went to sell the tomatoes, and of course, we got no business. Yeah. So we put the tomatoes in a paper bag and put them in my room, and oh, forgot no. about them. Oh, gross! It was bad. Rot it and smell. Bad. And rot. Yeah. Paper yeah. bag. So when you picked up the paper bag, the it whole bottom just wet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nasty. It's gross. So that's kind of what's happening over there in Cyprus <laughs> now. <laughs> Rotten tomatoes. <laughs> Yep. So, let's do it. All right. <laughs> so, the first thing, he's going to question Amelia because he's like, Amelia must have seen something. And then he decides Amelia's a lying whore also. <laughs> right. All women. Bucket. All women. Bucket. All right. So, this is me and yeah. me. Yeah. Me as Othello okay. and me as Amelia. So, mm, bear right. with me. We're going to hang into that. Okay. Here goes Othello. You have seen nothing then, Amelia. Nor ever heard, nor ever did suspect. Yes, you have seen Cassio and she together. But then I saw no harm, and then I heard each syllable that breath made up between them. What, did they never whisper? Never, my lord. Nor send you out of the way? Never. To fetch her fan, her gloves, her mask, nor nothing? Never, my lord. That's strange. That's strange. Mm-hmm. I durst, my lord, to wager she is honest. Lay down my soul at stake. If you think other, remove your thought. It doth abuse your bosom. If any wretch have put this in your head, let heaven requite it with the serpent's curse. Yeah, let's do that much. So first we have honest as a line, line ending. ending. So she is now starting to transfer that word to Desdemona instead of to Iago. And I think this sort of happens in this scene because Desdemona is called honest, honest, honest a bunch of times in this scene. Yeah. And it's as if like holding it up. Like, it's a huge You know antithesis. who the real honest person in yeah, this right. play is? This it's is... not fucking Iago. <laughs> right. So like the first half of the play, Iago is honest, yeah. which we know he's not. And then the second half of the play, antithesis, Desdemona. Is honest. Right. And is pointed out right. as such, but nobody believes it. Right. Well, not the people that matter, right? right? And then we have let heaven requite it with the servant's curse. Here we start to bring in this really heavy-duty Christian reverence stuff, you know, like the, the crime of the person who has slandered Desdemona should be as huge as that of the serpent who misinformed Eve. <laughs> right, <laughs> in yeah. The garden. But also... Uh, lay down my soul at stake. Yeah, like, lay yeah. down my soul at stake. At stake. Yeah, like, uh, you know... As an ante on the poker table. Kind oh, of thing. that kind yeah, of stake. That kind of stake. Oh, I would stake my soul. I would oh, put up my soul as a as a voucher for right, her. Right, wager stake. As a wager. Got it. Yeah. Got mm -hmm. it, got it, got yep. it. Did not see that. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Good. But it's also interesting that steak is a reference for, you know, like witches being burned, right? Exactly. Yeah. What I, where People my brain being burned, went. Heretics being burned at the stake. Yeah. yeah. So and we and she's going to start with this. If any wretch hath put it in your head, and later she is on a fucking tirade about that. It's so great. I love it so much. Yeah. But yeah. So here. For if she be not honest, chaste, and true, there's no man happy. The purest of their wives is foul as slander. Yeah, and so hence also slander is fucking foul. Right. Stop doing it. So, right, no man can be happy because every woman then is dishonest. If, if, dis- if, if Desdemona's dishonest, forget uh, it. Right. There's no hope for anybody. Right. And Othello, bid her come hither. Go. And then this is just him alone with the audience. She says enough. Yet she's a simple bawd that cannot say as much. This is a subtle whore, a closet lock, and key of villainous secrets, and yet she'll kneel and pray. I have seen her do it. Yeah, so that's really interesting. This is a subtle whore. For a second, you're not sure whether he means Amelia or Desdemona, and then he clarifies, right? right. I've seen her kneel and pray. He, you know that's her, his wife. Yeah. Right. right. So I've seen her kneel and pray. She's devout. She's very, you know, religious. Is she a whore? Yeah. Is this kind of person a whore? Like, for God's sake. He says the antithesis and he doesn't believe it. A closet is a place where you keep your secret papers. So that's what he's equating to her to. She is locked up so tight that I think her villainy is so hidden that I can't see it. Hello. <laughs> Right? Believe your eyes, believe your believe eyes. Believe your eyes. And Desdemona comes in, very chaste, very obedient. My lord, what is your will? Pray you, Chuck, come hither. What is your pleasure? Let me see your eyes. Look in my face. What horrible fancy is this? Some of your function, mistress. Leave procreants alone and shut the door. God. Leave us alone. Yeah, procreants. People, People are, are here to procreate, yeah. to fuck, right? Yeah. So he's talking to Amelia. He's like, go do your fucking job. Watch at the door. <laughs> Cough or cry hem if anybody come. So let us know if anybody's yeah. approaching. <clears throat> yeah. Your mystery. Your mystery. Nay, dispatch. Your mystery is your trade. Okay. <laughs> uh, Desdemona. Upon my knees, what doth your speech import? So she's kneeling to Othello, stage direction, okay? Embedded stage direction. I understand a fury in your words, but not the words. Why? What art thou? Your wife, my lord, your true and loyal wife. Come, swear it, damn thyself, lest being like one of heaven, the devils themselves should fear to seize thee. Therefore be double damned. Swear thou art honest. Heaven doth truly know it. All those angry D's, double damned, right? Yeah. And he's so he's like, it's interesting antithesis there too, right? Swear it and damn, yeah, right yourself because swearing should be you're you're swearing something good, right? Yeah, you're swearing something honest, and the devils will be afraid to touch you because you're going to be so black and terrible. Um, Here's that line: Heaven truly knows that thou art false as hell. Guys, if you want a beautiful example of antithesis, small essay question here. We've got heaven to hell. There's opposites, right? Antitheses that are held up to make a point, to illuminate a point. We've got truth and false, right? Gorgeous. 
You know, you could do a you could do a paper on this scene. Yeah, the transferring of the word honest. honest. We have um, heaven versus hell in imagery in language. Yeah, yeah, so cool. Yeah, it would be an interesting paper. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, that word yeah. false as hell. To whom, my lord? With whom? How am I false? Oh, Desdemone! Away! 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 Good. And so he doesn't have the last syllable of her name, so it's almost like a dear thing, right? He's like, please don't make me answer you anymore. I can't talk about it, right? Mm -hmm. It's a heartbreaking line there. Because, as she'll say in the next line, he's crying. He's crying. Yeah. Alas, the heavy day, why do you weep? Right? She's like, what is going on? Why are you so sad? Yeah. What is making you so sad? How could news from Venice make you so sad? So he might be ugly and angry, but then he dissolves into tears very quickly. Am I the motive of these tears, my lord? She doesn't get it. She just right. doesn't. Her brain can't go there. Right. That well, she, she hasn't done anything. She hasn't done anything, and she doesn't understand, you know, sexual jealousy and stuff. She's very innocent in that way. Yeah, but right? he hasn't... Nobody's clued her in. Yeah, as she, to what is going on with them. Right, so she doesn't even know... Like, I mean, think about it from her perspective. We know what's happening, but she... You know, all she did was was take someone who was a favorite of his and... And, and try to make an argument for why he should be pardoned, right? Right. That's it. That's all That's she did. It. And, like, you loved him, so why don't you now, you know? Like, well, well, and he hasn't oh, said he doesn't. Oh, that example, too, right? You loved him, why don't you now? It's the same with her. Mm -hmm. You loved me, why don't you now? Yeah. I don't get it. Right, right, right. And she doesn't even know he doesn't love her. She has no idea. I mean, she thought up until just now, she, she thought that what was bothering him was the news he received from yeah. Venice. Right now, when he says Desdemona, away, 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 and he begins to weep, and she says, "Am I the motive of these tears? Have I done something?" something? Yeah, she doesn't. These are real questions, you guys. Anytime you have a question in Shakespeare, it's a real question. There isn't like you know snarky subtext in Shakespeare. Questions are real. So, and then she goes to her father in Venice. She just doesn't get it, you know. If happily you, my father, do suspect an instrument of this you're calling back, lay not your blame on me. If you have lost him, why, I have lost him too. So if you're, if you're mad at me because you think my father sent for you to call you back to Venice, don't blame me. I didn't, I didn't do that. He did that. Yeah. And if he's lost to you, if he is uh, an enemy to you, he's an enemy to me too. Right, because She's I'm your wife. She's taking sides. She's lining up with him. Right. You know? Like, yeah. Yeah. And he says, and this is an incredible speech, guys. Watch it; it's gorgeous. Had it pleased heaven to try me with affliction, had they rained all kinds of sores and shames on my bare head, steeped me in poverty to the very lips, given to given to captivity me and my utmost hopes. I should have found in some place of my soul a drop of patience. But alas, to make me a fixed figure for the time of scorn, to point his slow, unmoving finger at. Should we try that much? Yeah. So we do have the line ending heaven. Incredible, right? Mm -hmm. So he's like, if heaven thought it was fair 
to do these things to me, right? To to um, make some kind of affliction, some kind of deformity, right? Mm -hmm. Or or sores, right? Illness or shame, right? Or poverty or captivity, right? Mm -hmm. Slavery. And he's we know had he's, all of these right? things. Mm -hmm. He's undergone all of these things, and he said, "I could have been patient. I could have been patient with all of those things." Right. But then, alas, to makes me a fix it to have people point their fingers at me and go, there goes Othello, the guy who can't control his wife and keep his wife honest to him. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. That over all those things is the one thing that he cannot suffer. Yet could I bear that, too. Well, very well. But there where I have garnered up my heart, garnered, garnered. Garnered, like penned in. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Where I have garnered up my heart, where either I must live or bear no life, the fountain from the which my current runs or else dries up to be discarded thence. Oh, so sad. Discarded, thrown away. She's thrown me away. She still doesn't know he's talking about her. Mm -hmm. Right? And so he's like penned up. Garnered is penned up like you pen up an animal. So he feels trapped in this love mm -hmm. that he loves her. And, and therefore, he's a prisoner in a way that he has never been before. The fountain from the which my, my current runs. Current as in river current. My, yeah, and my heart blood and my life blood, you know. Yeah. I, I, she is the one that supplies that life. And I've and she's thrown me away, thrown me away from her heart. Right. Or keep it as a cistern for foul toads to knot and gender in. Turn thy complexion there, patience, thou young and rose-lipped cherubin. I here look grim as hell. Oh. Very confusing last sentences there. So to keep it as a cistern, a cistern is where the is where waste goes, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or or water. Or water that is used to dispel waste, like toilet water. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. To not engender, you know, for toads to be fucking in. Right. That's the that instead of a beautiful, clear, lovely fountain that Desdemona was, now she's a cistern tank for foul toads to ugh. fuck in. Yeah. Yeah. And turn is to change, right? Mm -hmm. Turn thy complexion so your complexion will change there by looking at that thing, right? Mm -hmm. Patience, thou young and rose-lipped cherubin is her, right? She's and an angel. She's an angel. And, and then we have I here look grim as hell. I is sometimes written A-Y, mm -hmm. but in the folio it's written I, the <gasps> capital letter I. I, and so I, I know they're kind of interchangeable a lot of times in the in the folio, but to to write I here look grim as hell. Oh. She is beautiful and you know and sweet and rose lipped and what? And I, she has finally seen me for the grim black man that I am, and she doesn't want me. <gasps> oh God! It's heartbreaking. It's horrible. I wonder. So we why have heaven first and hell. So we have this whole speech, and we have heaven as the line ending the first one, and hell is the line ending at the last one. This is his transition to hell. Why do you think, when they went from the quartos and folio to 
whatever we have now, they, they changed, changed that because, because that they weren't thinking of that. They think it's a yes, but as a yes, it doesn't make as much impact. I I mean I didn't understand the line when I read it as I yes here look grim as hell. Right. I mean I yes, didn't get here look grim as hell. It doesn't make as much sense as if unless you say, he's saying she looks grim as hell as or will look grim as hell. Yeah. As opposed to I me. Right. And also E Y E I. I mean yeah. you know you that's what you hear I I look. I, yeah. I, yeah, I you've got right all of those yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's an incredible, because I feel like it's really him finally saying, she never loved me. She's finally seen what it is she married, and she hates me. Mm. And that's why she loves Cassio. Oh, my God, it's awful. This is, you can see where his brain went with this. This incredible point of of, um, self-doubt, you know, Mm. and of low self-esteem. This is the point upon which he turns in terms of that. And Desmona completely didn't understand that speech at all. Because she says, I hope my noble lord esteems me honest. Right? I, please, I hope you think that I am true to you. Hmm. No. She, she didn't understand. No. Oh, I, as summer flies are in the shambles that quicken even with blowing. Oh. Thou weed, who art so lovely fair, and smell'st so sweet, that the sense aches at thee, would thou hadst ne'er been born. And he's even going in and out of prose and verse here. He's completely confused. He's not himself. He's just completely muddled and messed up. And the flies that quicken even with blowing, these are like like fly eggs coming to life even the moment that they're laid. So it's an image of rot and maggots and... Ugh, and really, weed. And weed. And weed that smells beautiful and delicious and, you know... And it makes, my, it makes me ache, ache for you. Yeah, I wish I you'd never you, been born. But I wish you'd never been born because yeah. you've ruined my life. Yeah. My life was fine before. And now she finally... Yeah. And without love in my life, I understood my life. Right. And now she finally understands he's talking... About her. About her. Alas, what ignorant sin have I committed? Ignorant in that she doesn't know what it is. Yeah. Right. If I did it, I did it without knowing. Was this fair paper, this most goodly book, made to write whore upon... What committed? Committed? Oh, the public commoner. I should make very forges of my cheeks that would to cinders burn up modesty did I but speak thy deeds. What committed? Heaven stops the nose at it, and the moon winks. The body wind that kisses all it meets is hushed within the hollow mine of earth and will not hear it. What? Committed! Impudent strumpet! Yeah, I think he hits her again there. Mm. Impudent strumpet! We have this these awful sounds, and I think he, he hits her. We'll get to that in one second, but... Right, so... so made to write horror by. Yes. Looking at 
He's looking at her and he calls her this fair paper, this most goodly book. Mm -hmm. And then he says she's a whore, right? Mm -hmm. And we have commoner, which is a word for whore also. And how many times does he say committed? One, two, committed, three, committed, four. Committed. You did it. You did it. You did it. You yeah. did it. You yeah. did it. Yeah. Right? And it's committed question, committed question, committed question, question committed, committed, not question. Exclamation point. Yeah. Right. Or period, whatever. Yeah. Whatever it was, but not a question. Yeah. And then the thing that you committed, heaven stops and knows. Heaven is holding its nose. It smells so bad. And Your the, sin. And the moon's light goes out. <laughs> yeah, closing right. its eyes. Right. And the wind that touches everything and kisses everything is even hiding inside the earth because it doesn't want to touch you because you're so rotten. Right. right. Impudent. And then we have the word impudent, which I think is an amazing word because it has the same root inside as pudenda, right? Cunt. Yes, cunt. Pussy. Yes, pussy. And Holy. so it's it means shameless, but when you put that word inside of it, it means you are not behaving the way a person with a pudenda should behave. Not yeah. behaving like a woman. Yeah. Incredible word. Incredible word. To put up against the word strumpet, too. Right. Woo. And the sounds of those two words together. Impudent strumpet. strumpet right? Woo. Yeah. It's good. Great. Should also be accompanied by some kind of action. Because she says, by heaven, you do me wrong. Mm. With these words, with your touch, with your... Every thought. Yeah. Yeah. Are you not a strumpet? No, as I'm a Christian. Whoa. You can't be a Christian and a strumpet? I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But but it's like a great antithesis, strumpet versus Christian, right? Yeah. And then she clarifies, if to preserve this vessel for my Lord from any other foul, unlawful touch be not to be a strumpet, I am none. How else can I say this? No one else has ever touched me but you. Please, believe me. And he still hasn't said who he thinks touched her. Right. What? Not a whore. No, as I shall be saved. <laughs> That's saved. Christian. Christian saved. saved. Uh, it's possible. Oh, heaven, forgive us. I cry you mercy then. I took you for that cunning whore of Venus that married Venice. with... Oh, Venice. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Venus. Ah. <laughs> I cry you mercy then. I took you for that cunning whore of Venice that married with Othello. You, mistress, that have the office opposite to St. Peter and keep the gate of hell. He's calling to Amelia. He's calling outside the door. Hey, you, the one, you know, in antithesis, there's the gate of hell and there's St. Peter's gates, right? Right, right, right. And Amelia is the guardian of the gate of hell. (laughs) Remember that hell, also, you guys, by the way, hell, we keep forgetting this, is slang for vagina. Right, 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 right. right. We've got to remember that. So she's the keeper of the gate of hell. All right, let me redo that then. Yeah, sure. You, mistress, that have the office opposite to St. Peter and keep the gate of hell. And she comes back in. You, you, I, you. We have done our course. There's money for your pains. I pray you turn the key and keep our counsel. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, angry. Yeah, so he's like, here, he pays the madam, right? Yep. So ugly, ugly to pay for whatever you've done with your wife. So ugly. Yep. And And Amelia's shocked, right? Alas, what does this gentleman conceive? How do you, madam, how do you, my good lady? 
Yeah, and Desdemona's probably still on her knees. Don't know if she even got up. Doesn't say, but mm-hmm. she could could have. She's probably just crunched over and crying, and you know she can't. Um, yeah. But I love the word conceive. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> what does this gentleman conceive? Nothing. We have not been having sex. Right. It's not, yeah. Faith, half asleep. Good madam, what's the matter with my lord? With who? Why, with my lord, madam. Who is thy lord? He that is your sweet lady. I have none. Do not talk to me, Amelia. I cannot weep, nor answers have I none, but what should go by water. Prithee, tonight, lay on my bed my wedding sheets. Remember, and call thy husband hither. Mm. Lay on my bed my wet. Oh, put my my wedding sheets on my bed. Yeah. You you make up my bed with my wedding sheets, and Don't call forget. Don't and forget. call thy husband hither. Yeah, call Iago. I need to speak to Iago. She's summoning Iago. Okay, but uh, I can't weep. I don't have any answers. But what should go by water? But I, the only answers I have should be tears. And why put my wedding sheets on my bed? I don't know. Something important. Maybe she thinks that maybe her wedding sheets are stained with her blood, her virgin blood. I don't know. Okay. You know? Yeah. Or she thinks that they will remind him some way of their commitment. I don't know. That's weird. I, I want to think about that one. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Amelia... But it could be that, you know, he had her already once, and her virgin blood is on the sheets. And maybe Amelia hasn't had a chance to wash them because it's only been two days. And so maybe put them back on the bed. Remind him. Yeah. Could yeah. be. And Amelia, here's a change indeed. And she leaves to get Iago. Tis meet I should be used so. She's speaking to the audience. It's fitting. It's fitting that I should be treated this way. Tis meet I should be used so very meet. How have I been behaved that he might stick the smallest opinion on my least misuse? So opinion is censure on my least mis- my slightest misconduct. But she st- so she says, okay, this is how I should be treated because I've done something terrible. But she still doesn't know what it is. Right. And here comes Amelia with Iago. What is your pleasure, madam? How is it with you? Desdemona, I cannot tell. Those that do teach young babes do it with gentle means and easy tasks. He might have chid me so, for in good faith I am a child to chiding. So she thinks that he's trying to teach her how to behave as his wife, but he is using some very harsh lessons and she She hasn't really understood them. And a child to chiding. Yeah, and so I'm. I don't know from chiding. I don't understand, and I don't understand his chiding, what it's trying to teach me. It's trying to teach me something. And so she summoned Iago to see if he has any further information. Information, right? right. Iago, what's the matter, lady? Alas, Iago, my lord hath so behoard her thrown such despite and heavy terms upon her as true hearts cannot bear. I love be whored as a, yeah, as a, he made her a, a verb. Whore, right, right. He has but, accused uh, her of being Thrown whore. such despite. Yeah, it's spite also, but I think it's, there's the extra. So he's, okay. he's thrown nasty words, right? Yeah. True hearts as true hearts bear. and her own true heart or mine, you yeah. know. Am I that name, Iago? What name, fair lady? 
such as she says my lord did say I was. It's like she can't even bring herself to say it. He called her whore. Yeah, and Amelia's going to clarify, right? <laughs> A beggar in his drink could not have laid such terms upon his callet. Yeah, so I think Kellett is like the really snarky, toothless, dirty version of whore, okay. you know? Yeah. <laughs> so a, 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 a beggar... Yeah. A beggar who's drunk would not have called his woman... Yeah. His tavern wench. His tavern wench. And Iago feigning shock. Why did he so? I do not know. I am sure I am none such. I love the use of the word none there. <laughs> Comparison, right? And Iago, a little nervous. Do not weep, do not weep, alas the day. Hath she forsook so many noble matches, her father and her country and her friends to be called whore? Would it not make one weep? It is my wretched fortune. Beshrew him for it. So now he's like, curse you, Othello. <laughs> Beshrew means curse. But it also has the word shrew in it, which is great. How comes this trick upon him? Also, a little uh, subtle use of interesting language, because a trick is something a whore does, right? Right. But they it's also tricks. a quick change, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Desdemona. Nay, heaven doth know. I will be hanged if some eternal villain, some busy and insinuating rogue, some cogging, cousining slave, to get some office, have not devised this slander. I'll be hanged else. <laughs> this is only the beginning of her rant. Right. So cogging is cheating. Cousining is deceiving. Slave, we've got that word again. Yeah. Incredible. So she's saying some dude who wanted to get in with Othello. Right. And she says, slander. I'll be hanged twice. Yeah. Hang me, fuck me, if this is not being created by some asshole. And Iago, fie, there is no such man, it is impossible. So the problem is that she would know with just the smallest provocation that it was him, right, if right. this goes any farther. Handkerchief, so he's handkerchief, to, handkerchief. So he's trying to shut it down, right? Mm -hmm. Desdemona. If any such there be, heaven pardon him. That is the Christian approach, right? Turn the other cheek. Pardon your offender. Well, we could all use a little of that, couldn't yeah, I we? I know. But Amelia's not, like, not well, to this fuck extent. that. Yeah, not, not to this extent, <laughs> no. right? A halter, pardon him, and hell gnaw his bones. Yeah, a halter is a noose. <laughs> so she's like, hang him up. Fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> you Don't pardon him. Don't pardon him, fucker. Why should he call her whore? Who keeps her company? What place, what time, what form, what likelihood? The moors abused by some most villainous knave, some base, notorious knave, some scurvy fellow. Oh, heaven, that such companions thou'dst unfold and put in every honest hand a whip to lash the rascals naked through the world, even from the east to the west. Wowza. <laughs> okay. She's not even finished, okay? But some base, some low-down, rotten, scurvy, 
fucking <laughs> right and then and then she appeals to heaven she's like okay i'm gonna take a cue from desdemona and she's asking heaven for companions which are angels, angels right that's unfold lovely word unfold their wings right uh-huh. and put and send them down to give every honest person a whip so that they can whip these fucking scoundrels out of the world from the east all the way to the west right <laughs> yeah and iago's like shut up Speak within door. Use your inside which voice. Which means less loud. <laughs> Use your inside And he voice. cuts her off. It's a half line, right? Yeah. He cuts her off. And she says, oh, fie upon them. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> fie is fuck, yeah. always. Some such squire he was that turned your wit the seamy side without and made you suspect me with the more. Wait a minute. <gasps> This shit happened before. This is new. Yes. This is new information she just gave us. So some such squire, some kind of this kind of fucking dude, said this shit to you. Seamy side. And turned your wit, the ugly side, the seamy side, the underside, out, out. And made you... Think I was doing this shit with the more. Right. Right? So you've already accused me of this. Of me of this with Othello. Oh, interesting. So Iago's already had this whole ride. And now he's passing it on (laughs) to someone else. Yeah. And Iago's like, you are a fool. Go to. And Desdemona cuts him off because she's like, all right, enough with this marital bliss that y'all are engaged in. <laughs> bliss be. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, yeah. uh, uh, facetious. But, yeah. Oh, good Iago, what shall I do to win my lord again? Good friend, go to him, for by this light of heaven I know not how I lost him. Here I kneel. Whoa. Let's just pause there because if she's kneeling in front of Iago, where does that put her face? Right by his Right by his dick. You think he can handle this? I think no. <laughs> I think no matter how cool he thinks he is, with Desdemona, with her lovely, beautiful mouth right by his penis, kneeling to him, asking him for help, too much for him. I'm sure this makes him supremely uncomfortable. Or maybe yeah. gives him a boing. Yeah, b- boing, which is terrible, right in her face, right? That's not good. And in front of his wife. And in front of his wife. Yeah. Here I kneel, if e'er my will did trespass against his love, either in discourse of thought or actual deed, or that mine eyes, mine ears, or any sense delighted them in any other form, or that I do not yet, and ever did, and ever will, though he do shake me off to beggarly divorcement, love him dearly, comfort, forswear me. Woo! Wow. So she's like, I didn't do anything with any part of my being. Right, but she's like, if ever. If ever I did. My sexual energy. Comfort for me. Right. right. If, if, if ever my sexual energy did, you know, in some way do him wrong. Yeah. Either in. Even in, in, in my, my thinking. Thoughts, right. My discourse of thought. My process of thinking. Yeah. Or in my actions. Or in my looking. Or my listening. Or anything. Right. Yeah. And she men mentions the word divorcement. She knows she's in trouble here somehow, and she doesn't know how she got there, but she knows this is a dangerous place, right? Yeah. And then she continues, Unkindness may do much, and his unkindness may defeat my life, but never taint my love. I cannot say whore. 
It does abhor me now I speak the word, to do the act that might the addition earn, not the world's mass of vanity could make me. Nobody could make me ever do, do this. Be, 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 ever. Do the thing that would make me yeah. have that title. Yeah. And Vanity, great word, yeah. And his unkindness may defeat my life. Mm. Defeat means destroy. Yeah. She knows she's in mortal danger, mortal danger. here. <laughs> but never taint. taint I mean, I understand off. taint, but, but yeah, ta- I, I see taint and I'm like, taint. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and then she says, I cannot say whore. And she breathes and she says it again because she says the word abhor. Right. Which means hatred, right? But there's that repetition of it. Like she's, she's trying that word on and finding it not fitting, right? Mm-hmm. So we have the addition. She goes back to not being able to say it. The addition means that title. To do the act that would earn me that title, nobody could make me. Right. Ever. And Iago, I, I, I pray be content. Tis but his humor. The business of the state does him offense, and he does chide with you. If to no other, tis but so, I warrant. <laughs> He's like, let's just move on, shall we? <laughs> right. Th- those are fast. One, and the trumpets. And he's like, oh, saved by the bell. <laughs> Thank God. Right? Hark how these instruments summon to supper. The messengers of Venice stay the meat. Go in and weep not. All things shall be well. Stay the meat. Yeah, they are waiting to dine. <laughs> the people from Venice, uh, the guys who just came in. So Desdemona and Amelia exit quickly. Mm-hmm. Right? He shoves them out the door because he's like, oh, God, this was uncomfortable. <laughs> and then here comes more uncomfortable. Here comes Rodrigo. How now, Rodrigo? I do not find that thou dealest justly with me. What? In the contrary. Every day thou daffst me with some device, Iago, and rather, as it seems to me now, keepst from me all conveniency, then suppliest me with the least advantage of hope. So much st, st, st. Yeah. Right? Daffst. Daffst is puts me off. You put me off every day, Right. And then conveniency is the opportunity to meet Desdemona. Yeah. So you've kept me from it. Keepst, right? Supplyst. Least. Yeah. Uh, I will indeed no longer endure it, nor am I yet persuaded to put up in peace what already I have foolishly suffered. Yeah, so I can't suffer this anymore, but I also can't talk about it. Put up, uh, well, tolerate. Put up, put up with. I'm not going to put up with it either. Mm-hmm. And he knows he's been stupid, right? Foolish. Will you hear me, Rodrigo? Faith, I have heard too much, for your words and performances are no kin together. Yeah, your performances, your actions don't match your words. You charge me most unjustly. With naught but truth. I have wasted myself out of my means. The jewels you have had from me to deliver to Desdemona would half have corrupted a votarist. Voterist none is a nun, right? So, so all of the all of the money and jewels you took from me to woo Desdemona would have corrupted a nun by now. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think you've actually given them to her. Yeah. You have told me she hath received them and returned me expectations and comforts of sudden respect and acquaintance, but I find none. There's the word again, none. <laughs> She's a fucking nun. Yeah. Right? Um, sudden respect and acquaintance, that means immediate consideration and sex, right? Right. Yeah. She would have given it up me by, by now. now. Right. Right. 
So now we knew in the very beginning scene that Iago is already indebted to him. So he's way more. He's taken so much of his money. Yeah. It's very dangerous for him. Iago. Oh, well, go to. Very well. Very well. Go to. I cannot go to, man. Nor tis not very well. Nay, I think it is scurvy and begin to find myself fopped in it. Oh, great word. Fopped is to be made a fool of, but it also, a fop is a, a gay man. Yeah. So I've been treated as a gay man, which was not a good thing then. Right. Right. Unless you were a gay man with other gay men, and yeah. then that was fine. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, scurvy we have for the second time in this scene describing actions that the people don't know is necessarily about Iago, but they are definitely about Iago, right? Go to is like, calm down. I'm not going to fucking calm down! <laughs> um, and Iago is not answering with his customary, you wit. know, wit. Amazing. Very well. I tell you, tis not very well. I will make myself known to Desdemona. If she will return me my jewels, I will give over my suit and repent my unlawful solicitation. If not, assure yourself I will seek satisfaction of you. You have said now. I and said nothing but what I protest intendment of doing. In other words, I'm going to go to Desdemona. I'm going to ask her for my jewels back. If she didn't, she says she doesn't have them... Then you need to be hearing for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to give them back to me or pay the price. Yeah. And Iago is going to try to take this to turn it to his advantage. Why now I see there's metal in thee, and even from this instant do build on thee a better opinion than ever before. Give me thy hand, Rodrigo. Thou hast taken against me a most just exception, but yet I protest I have dealt most directly in thy affair. It hath not appeared. I grant, indeed, it hath not appeared. So here the whole <laughs> conversation is switching right now. Right. He, Rodrigo's going back to his wimpy self. I grant indeed it hath not appeared, and your suspicion is not without wit and judgment. But, Rodrigo, if thou hast that in thee indeed which I have greater reason to believe now than ever, I mean purpose, courage, and valor, this night show it. If thou the next night following enjoy not Desdemona, take me from this world with treachery and devise engines for my life. (laughs) If you don't get to fuck her tomorrow... Kill me. Kill me. Engines is plots. You know, you can launch plots against me. Um, I Because now I think, now I realize how brave and courageous you are, right? Yeah. And Rodrigo. Well, what is it? Is it within reason and compass? Uh, compass is the scope of possibility, right? Sir, there is a special commission come from Venice to depute Cassio in Othello's place. Is that true? Why, then Othello and Desdemona return again to Venice. Oh, no. He goes into Mauritania and takes away with him the fair Desdemona. What? That's fucking bullshit. Unless his abode be lingered here by some accident, wherein none can be so determinate as the removing of Cassio. So determinate, effectual, right? So he's like, ah, he's leaving. Unless something keeps him here as the general, as the... General of Cyprus, right? Yeah. The leader of Cyprus. And the only thing that would do that is if Cassio is out of the way. Right. How do you mean removing of him? 
Why, by making him uncapable of Othello's place, knocking out his brains. <laughs> I love that. He's so blunt. It's like, duh, we gotta kill him, yo. And that you would have me do? Aye, if you dare do yourself a profit and a right. <laughs> and then he's gonna lay out the plan. He sups tonight with a harlotry, a slut. With and, his Bianca. Yeah, his Bianca. That's why he asked him, remember, in that scene, you're going to have dinner with her? Yeah, yeah. And thither will I go to him. He knows not yet of his honorable fortune. If you will watch his going thence, that means his leaving, if you're going to watch and see when he leaves, which I will fashion to fall out between twelve and one, you may take him at your pleasure. I will be near to second your attempt, and he shall fall between us. Come, stand not amazed at it, but go along with me. I will show you such a necessity in his death that you shall think yourself bound to put it on him. It is now high supper time, and the night grows to waste. About it. So, so, you go, you wait, I'll send him out, you attack him, I'll help you attack him. I'll be right there. I'll be your second. Yep. And he'll fall between us, so between the two of us, we'll, we'll take him down. Take him down. Yeah. And he doesn't know yet that he's supposed to be the... The next... The next commander, uh, commander of Cyprus. Right. I will hear further reason for this. And you shall be satisfied. Weird fragments yeah. in the scene. Yeah. And Iago doesn't get to talk to us. You know, every other scene with Rodrigo, he kind of goes, how about that guy? Right? And he, and he tells us what he thinks about him, but he doesn't get to. It's almost like Rodrigo has him by the collar, and he's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to talk more about this, dude. <laughs> yeah, come right? on, let's go make a plan. Yeah. Rodrigo, so man. He's so stupid. <laughs> Such a stupid fool. I would love to play that part. I know. When I've done this scene before, I always have him kind of come in from behind Iago and have a knife to his neck. That's the only way Iago's not speaking full sentences, right? As if he's in threatened in mortal danger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, Rodrigo's not going to do because he's cowardly himself. Yeah. But it's like the only way he thinks Iago will listen to him. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a problematic relationship. Yes. Yeah, interesting scene. Yeah, very interesting. Got all those main characters in there. And then we're going off for the dinner with the guys from Venice, which we don't see. But then we're going to see uh, Desdemona dismissed to her room and how she waits for her man. Oh, dear. Yeah. It's all winding down, guys. We've got a couple more episodes. Three more. Three more. Two more and then drunk Shakespeare. Two more and then drunk Shakespeare. Wow, it's going to be amazing. We're going to have to, you're right, we're going to have to do it. We can't get drunk in here. No, no. Together. Oh, please. We'll just sit in some nice, you know, living room somewhere and, yeah. Yeah. All right. That to look forward to, guys. Okay, so I'm Erin. And I'm Diana. And, and this, this was is... Fuck Shakespeare. Fuck Iago. <laughs> Poor Iago. I love Iago. I do too, but, you know, fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. He's okay. a nasty bastard. Bye. For additional fun shit from Fuck Shakespeare, you can head to our website at fckshakespeare.com. Or find us on Instagram at fckshakespeare. If you are enjoying this podcast, you could support us for as little as 99 cents per month. Just click the support button on the page on Spotify or Anchor. Tell your friends. 